Welcome to A Wild New Work, a podcast about how to take wise, soul-centered action in your work life, all based on the wisdom of nature. I'm Megan Leatherman, a mother to two small children, a coach, writer, and amateur ecologist living in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm your host today. Hi, friend, and welcome. It's been a minute since we've been together, and I'm so glad to be back with you after a little winter break. And here we are on the other side of the year into the new year and more fully into the winter since the winter solstice on December 21st. This is such a uniquely important season, not just because it gives us the chance to rest, but because it's a time when we can become integrated through being tested and refined. In the winter, our soul wants to know if we're serious about the changes that we say that we want in our lives, if we're truly devoted to the new visions that we cast in the fall. In the winter, we move through the part of the story when the protagonist has been reborn or conquered some major feat and is now on the hard road of return. They've put a stake in the ground in some way. They may have defeated some monster within them or outside of them, but more tests await them ahead. And these challenges are there for us to recommit to the intentions that we've set or the desires that we have proclaimed. They are the soul asking if we really meant it. (laughs) Are we serious? And how far are we willing to go in the next cycle of expansion? Will we slink back into the underworld? Will we grasp for the autumn leaves that are now rotting in the soil beneath our feet? Or will we keep going in a new, more aligned, more soulful way? In today's episode, I'm sharing the recording of last month's Rooting In call in Cedar Lodge. And this is a 20-minute meditative call with my teachings on the cycle of the seasons and where we are and what it might mean for you in your professional life. And it also includes a very yummy winter stillness embodiment exercise that I hope you really, really love. At the end of the episode, I'll share a little bit about a free class I'm offering in January, as well as some info about a winter death and rebirth playlist that I made for you on Spotify. So let me read our opening invocation, and then I'll take you into the recording. So wherever you are, just go ahead and settle in to your body, into this moment. And even if you're moving or driving or doing the dishes, see if you can try to drop in a little bit internally. May each of us be blessed and emboldened to do the work we're meant to do on this planet. May our work honor our ancestors, known and unknown, and may it be in harmony with all creatures we share this earth with. I express gratitude for all of the technologies and gifts that have made this possible, and I'm grateful to the Cowlitz and Clackamas tribes, among many others, who are the original stewards of the land that I'm on. Okay, welcome to this monthly recording of Rooting In, Get Grounded and Resourced in Your Career. I'm really excited to be here with you today and talk about this transition into winter and the really unique invitations of the early winter period. So wherever you are, as you listen, I invite you to just get really cozy and comfortable. I'm going to start by talking about this time in the cycle of the year and some of the archetypes at play, as well as what it might have to say about how you can 
align with the wisdom of the natural world and how you can really set yourself up for the next experience of change and expansion in your life, including in the work that you do. So that's where we're headed. And then we will end with um, an embodiment exercise to really help you relish in the texture and invitations of this early winter season. So I'll start by talking about this time in the cycle of the year. So where we've been is that we've come through the autumn equinox in late September. We've been moving through you know, early autumn, mid-autumn, and late autumn. And now we're about to cross over the winter solstice on Tuesday, December 21st, which marks the official beginning of the winter season. And then we will move through again, early winter, midwinter, and late winter, and on and on. And we're moving from, with the, sol with the solstice, we're moving from the zodiac sign of Sagittarius into the sign of Capricorn. On December 21st, the sun will move from Sagittarius into Capricorn, and it will stay there until late January. And with that, we're moving from the tarot archetype of temperance to the archetype of the devil. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. We're moving from the fire element with Sagittarius into a cardinal earth sign with Capricorn. So it's this energy of groundedness and structure and stability. But there's also this initiation quality to it because it is the beginning. It is the first sort of welcoming into a new season. So there is this sort of restart or this feeling of refreshment or starting anew. And I know many people feel that with the sort of collective shift into the new year. And I encourage you to embrace that if and when you feel it. Many of you might know already that I'm learning a lot about and sort of working with Joseph Campbell's hero's journey and seeing where it has overlaps or information for my own seasonal framework of how we move through these cycles, you know, literally every year, but also then vocationally throughout our lives. And in Joseph Campbell's model, the winter solstice is really the lowest point in our underworld journey. We answered the call to enter the underworld in the autumn. We have been journeying deeper and deeper. You have, I'm sure, laid things down. You have let things die in your life this autumn. You have reimagined or allowed yourself to release versions of yourself that are no longer helping you or that no longer fit your experience. Perhaps you've let go of old ideas about what you can and can't have in your working life or in your creative life. I'm sure that if you've had even a moment of consciousness around the invitations of the autumn season, that you have let go of something, even if it was subconscious or on a, an energetic level, you may not be conscious of what it is yet. And there is still time to let things go and to release that opportunity is always available to you. It's just that it's heightened and made, it's externalized in the autumn season. So I encourage you as we venture into the winter solstice and in the days beyond it in the early winter period to continue letting die whatever is presenting itself as needing to go so that you can really venture into the next stage free and unencumbered as much as possible. 
So as we let go and we go deeper into the underworld journey, we reach the nadir, the lowest point, which in Joseph Campbell's model is really the moment of the ordeal or where you reach the abyss. It's where the protagonist in the story has a great battle. They meet the dragon or they um, have to <laughs> battle some sort of figure, whether it's external or a part of them. And of course, in myth, it's often a part of our own psyche that we're at battle with. And the, at this point, there's not this great victory and celebration, but there is this moment where the protagonist either dies or is believed to die. And we, we sense that all is lost. It's really this darkness that covers the winter solstice that day, the shortest day of the year, when the night is so long and the darkness is so big and vast. But then there is this moment of quiet, subtle rebirth where the protagonist awakens or they are resurrected somehow, or there is a dawn, right? And the day after the winter solstice, the light begins to return. But it's not this like quick and festive return and celebration that many of us are really addicted to in the Western culture. It's a long time between now and the spring and summer seasons. And so we begin our return, we begin the rebirth process in this early winter, but it is not quick or simple or very straightforward. There is still a reckoning that needs to occur. The reckoning that's really presenting itself in the early winter period is the question of whether or not you're serious about what you say you want next. So we've let go of all this stuff in the fall. We have this sense that we're this you know, naked tree full of potential. We can see our branches. We can see what's still here. We were courageous in letting go. We are open to a new soulful level of existence. And then the universe asks, asks us if we're serious about it. How committed are we? This happens all the time with my coaching clients. We'll begin our work together and we start digging into you know, what they want to be different and they're ready to make a change. And then sure enough, they'll get an opportunity like a promotion where they are or a job offer that's exactly like where they've been or some distracting new opportunity. And I don't believe it's by chance. I believe it's this reverberation that happens where a part of us needs to know if we're really serious, are we really dedicated to the soul level change that we say we want? Will we cling to what has been let go of? Will we kind of wither away in nostalgia about what once was or how things used to be so simple? Will we try to crawl back through the back door of the underworld? And the answer is that we can't, but we often create so much suffering for ourselves trying to get back to where we were, even though part of us knows we really need to move forward. We really need to give our soul more space in our lives. We really need to make some changes to give a greater expression to our calling, to the way that we want to exist in this complicated, changing world. So will we cling to what's gone or will we venture into this new unknown season? And how can we create a home now for the inner fire that's been cultivated and that led us into this period of rebirth? 
So Sagittarius is this big fire sign. It wants to be expansive. It wants to take us into new vistas and show us new ways of being in the world. And we don't have to let go of that as we enter into Capricorn or into the early winter. What we can do is create a hearth for it, a new center, a new fireplace in our inner experience that can hold a flame like that and can tend to it. As we move into this space of questioning or wrestling with this idea that we now have a chance to commit to living in a more soulful, aligned way, there will be new demons or monsters or battles that come up as we acclimate to that. The devil in the tarot as an archetype is really about a spirit, a more spiritual take on this concept of imposter syndrome. So when we step into this desire to live differently, to express ourselves in a bigger way, to listen to our intuition in our life and do work that is really worthy of us, inevitably there will be a part of us that rises up and says, oh no, you can't have that. You can't do that. You can't feel that way or be that way or speak that way or look that way. And it's a period, it's an invitation of really retraining our brains and changing our relationship to that part of ourself. So we don't have to try to kill it off or battle it or be you know, beholden to it like so many of us have been, but we can shift our relationship to it so that it becomes less powerful, so that it becomes a minor obstacle on our path back into the return out of the underworld. So how can we shift things this early winter to create an environment within and outside of us that is welcoming to this new inner flame that we're cultivating, to our new desire for what we want in our working life and our in our lives at large. One really helpful tool that I encourage you to focus on in this early winter period as we cross the winter solstice is to create a touch point for yourself, a relic of what you have done, the strength and the wisdom that you have cultivated, that you have shown in your life thus far, a symbol that reminds you of what you want and who you really are. So sometimes we're not ready to start making change. And I encourage you to really tune into that this winter. You know, in the winter season, the seeds underneath the ground, they're not completely dormant, but they're not growing or converting sugar is quite yet, right? There's this period of pause where things need to rebalance and acclimate. We just went through this huge period of release. So sometimes we don't need to start making the actual changes. What we want to do is create a really friendly, loving environment for them. So we can create or refresh our altar. We can put things on our altar, photos or statues or crystals or plants that remind us of what we want, of what we're cultivating inside of us. We can clear space in our home and tidy and create a space that feels like a physical representation of the soul that wants to come through us this winter. We can focus on wearing clothes that help us feel like our best, most enlightened self. So sometimes focusing on the external environment is a way that we can remind ourselves to create an internal environment where those demons that rise up and say that we can't do what's being asked of us, or we can't do 
what our soul needs us to do, those demons and those voices can have less power because we have something outside of us that can remind us and tell a different story about what's possible for us. So I want to offer you an embodiment experience to just relish in some of the pause and the wisdom that's available to you in this early winter period. So go ahead and get comfortable in your seat, really prioritizing whatever helps you to feel safe and cozy. You can do this with your eyes open if you're looking outside or you can close your eyes now. And I wanna invite you to just take a couple of breaths to arrive here. With each inhale, imagining all of your energy and awareness, your attention coming back into your body. And with each exhale, just imagining letting go of any preoccupation with what's already happened or what's to come. Really allowing yourself to just arrive. And imagining that in the center of your chest is a beautiful landscape with a fresh snowfall. You see evergreen trees, it could be snowing actively, or it could be sunny with fresh snow on the ground. And this snow is so bright, it reflects the light. It's almost luminescent. It is so soft. You might see ice crystals with their ornate patterns and designs. You may hear snow falling off of the trees. It may be completely silent as only it can be after a fresh snow. See if you can feel this quiet and this stillness echo throughout your entire body. This fresh snow reminds us that there's nowhere else we need to be right now. There's nothing else we need to do. We can drink in this peacefulness this quiet anytime we need it. And you might notice that when it snows, there are certain things that we can see much more clearly than during the dry or rainy months. Animal tracks become obvious when it snows. We can see patterns of behavior among our animal kin that were invisible to most of us in the other seasons. So while the ground underneath the snow is resting and storing up its energy, we can see that life continues all around us in ways that we may not have been able to notice before. And so trusting that this winter can offer you a new way of seeing, a different way of perceiving yourself 
and the vitality that lives within you and the possibilities that are here in this winter period. Take another couple of breaths to just notice what else you see in this landscape. The sounds, you might taste snow or smell it. You might feel it in your hands or imagine jumping into it. Now take a deep breath and let go of this visualization, coming back into the room that you're in, to your body. Remembering that you can always access that place, no matter what the weather is like in your physical environment, you know what this peaceful snow is like. And I trust your imagination to give yourself that felt sense of peace and steadiness. I want to close with a poem by Rumi that touches on some of the magic that's available in this early winter period. And it's a little bit long, but I encourage you to just let the words sort of wash over you and hold on to the ones that echo or reverberate in your being somehow. Rumi wrote, there is some kiss we want our whole lives, the touch of spirit on the body. Seawater begs the pearl to break its shell, and the lily, how passionately it needs some wild darling. At night, I open the window and ask the moon to come and press its face against mine. Breathe into me. Close the language door and open the love window. The moon won't use the door, only the window. So my friends, I'm wishing you such a rich and festive and courageous winter solstice as we enter into this stage of real finality and crossing into something new, something that is quietly magical this winter. And I'm so excited to walk into that with you and beside you. Okay, my friend, thank you for being with me today. I hope that that felt really nutritious. I want to share a couple of ways that you can deepen your alignment this winter. The first is a free 30-minute class in January called Meant for More, Renew Your Energy and Reclaim Your Calling. And in this class, I'm going to share three ways that you can start to restore your energy and step into a life and work that feels important and aligned for you, especially if you feel frozen right now in overwhelm or in stagnation. And I'm going to be offering it in three different days and times in January so that you can find one that works for your schedule. This is going to be a really nice, very succinct vitamin for you and your working life. It's going to open up some energy and I hope you'll join me. You can find the link in the show notes or at awildnewwork.com. It's right on the homepage there for you. Second, if you are listening to this on Spotify, or even if you're not, I made a little playlist for you that embodies some of the deep, magical, radical invitations and textures of the winter season. It's called Death and Rebirth, and you can find it in the show notes or by searching for Death and Rebirth in Spotify itself. 
I also want to make sure that you know that my coaching program is currently open. I start a new cohort of group and one-on-one coaching clients February 14th, and this is a six-month in-depth revitalization, transformation, meaningful shift of your working life and how you want to relate to your work. And I would love to have you in this program if you resonate with what you are hearing on the podcast and you feel ready to make meaningful change in your professional life this year. That is what I have, my friends. I'll be back with you in two weeks to go further into these themes of winter and the powerful shifts that are available to us in this season. Take such good care and I'll see you on the other side. 